Welcome back. It's episode nine. Episode nine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> you haven't been here hey, in a while. It's good to be back. Made some. Uh, I didn't make any friends. Those were all my lifelong friends. <laughs> but um, he does have. Oh, he has a, a not over Preston, but well, over not over my dad either. Well, that's not fair. I mean, but, okay. you said good, tenure. Good point. Good My dad's point. been there for a good long point. time. He um, saw you, you know, before him, so. Yeah, so. But yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, since the last time I was here, um, I uh, joined the Nation of Islam. And, uh, he got married. I now only answer to uh, Minister Lula Farrakhan. If you guys could not call him his dead name, that would be really cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, yes. uh, watch a really good movie. So, we watched, um, a really <laughs> interesting movie <laughs> this week. Uh, this week was my pick, um, and the reason behind this pick this week, the movie was Pearl from, uh, September of last year, 2022. Um, and the reason that we picked Pearl, well, that I picked Pearl, was because me and Daniel had actually went to see the, I guess, the sequel to this movie, but it came out before Pearl did, uh, X, which is also a slasher, but I think it was set in 1980. 70-something, like late 70s. Something like that. Probably should have done some research. Uh, we saw it when it was out, so it was probably around March of last year, so... I think right it was like 70, time. like 71 or 5, oh, one of them. I can look it up really quick. I'm pretty sure. If I remember, like, the... Because Pearl did the same thing where they, like, put the year right on the screen, because so... 1980. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, 1979, yeah. Right before you, were, you were right, late 70s. Nevertheless... Pearl um, is a prequel that takes place in 1918 um, that Pearl's, or I guess not Pearl's, but it follows the life of Pearl, who um, is the old woman who is the antagonist from X. Um, really well done. It was really fun. Yeah, I, I didn't know that until... I didn't know Mia Goth was just wearing old woman makeup <laughs> until very, uh, very recently, and I felt kind of dumb. But now it really makes sense. Uh, we'll get into like the connections a little later because I think we'll it's go interesting. Just that, man. <laughs> we got basketball on over there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really interesting um, as a prequel. I really enjoy how stylized both movies are, and um, but nevertheless, that was why I picked it. We've both seen the movie that came before it, and now we have both seen the prequels, so when the eventual sequel to X comes out, we, we are going to go see it in the theaters. We and we could probably make it into an episode, and it would be like a... Dude, yeah, that'd be dope. Maybe we can do like a rewatch of, of X. I will say I really like the way they are... I like the way they're going about it. Like, X was a great movie. Pearl was a great movie. Like, it was a really good movie. So, I can imagine that. What's the third one called? Um, the third one is going to be called Maxine. Maxine. Three I, Maxine, I know Maxine is going to be very well done. So Yeah. That's good. Uh, they've, been, they've been all very well stylized. Mm -hmm, well, the, the two that's come out, they've been really well stylized. But... Um, I guess let's get down, get through the semantics, the, uh, all of the credits and the, the plot, and then we can get on with our thoughts and get really into the meat, because there's a plenty of meat in this movie. Um, fleshy meat. Yeah, I'm a LeBron fan, I'm really trying to get in that meat. <clears throat> um, oh God. Anyway, <laughs> the runtime for this movie was 100 minutes, uh, right around an hour 40. Um, written by Ty West and Mia Goth, directed by Ty West, 
Score done by Tyler Bates and Tim Williams. Uh, camera work done by Elliot Rocket. The star of this movie was Mia Goth. She was incredible. The cast was David Cornsweet, Tandy Wright, Matthew Sunderland, Emma Jenkins Perot. Um, so now I'm about to read the plot. I'm going to try my hardest to not stumble, you guys, but you have watched this podcast, so you know how this goes. Okay. Now, in 1918, during the influenza pandemic, Pearl is a young woman living with her German immigrant parents on their Texas homestead while her husband, Howard, serves in World War I. Pearl's father is infirm and paralyzed, and her domineering mother, Ruth, insists that she help care for both him and the farm. Pearl, longing for a more exciting life, is captivated by the films she sees at the local cinema and aspires to become a chorus girl, Excuse me, much to Ruth's disapproval. However, Pearl also shows signs of being a disturbed individual. For example, she kills farm animals and physically abuses her father. At the movie theater, Pearl meets a young projectionist who takes a liking to her while riding her bicycle. Home, uh, Pearl stops along a cornfield and begins dancing with a scarecrow, fantasizing about the projectionist and masturbates with it. When her mother realizes that eight cents are missing from an errand Pearl did, Pearl is berated about being careless and has her supper withheld. Pearl's affluent sister-in-law, Mitzi, tells her of an audition being held to find new dancers for a traveling troupe, which Pearl envisions as a way out of her circumstance. She later sneaks out of the house at night and visits the projectionist who shows her a free ride. An illicit stag film he acquired in France, he encourages Pearl to pursue her dreams. Pearl comments that she cannot abandon her family and that she wishes they would just die. When Ruth finds a program Pearl took from the movie theater, the two get to, into a fierce argument over dinner. A physical altercation erupts, during which Pearl shoves her mother against the kitchen hearth, igniting her dress and resulting in Ruth suffering life-threatening burns. Pearl drags Ruth into the basement and leaves her father seated in the kitchen. She flees to the movie theater, where she has sex with a projectionist. In the morning... The projectionist drives Pearl back to the farm so she can prepare for the audition. He is perturbed by how a maggot, uh, by a now maggot-infested roasted pig Mitzi's father left for Ruth the day prior, and by inconsistencies Pearl has told him, as well as her theatrical behavior when he attempts to leave. Pearl flies into a fit of rage at the at his abandonment of her and stabs him to death with a pitchfork before pushing his car with his corpse in it into a pond where an alligator she has nicknamed Theta eats his remains. Pearl dresses herself as one of in one of Ruth's lavish gowns and dresses up her father before smothering him to death. Pearl arrives at the church where the audition is being held. She gives a dance performance she feels will win over talent scouts, but is devastated when she is rejected for not being young, blonde, or quote-unquote all-American. Mitzi accompanies her home in an attempt to console her. In the kitchen, Pearl makes a lengthy confession to Mitzi about her resentment towards Howard, who came from a privileged background but insisted that the couple remain on her family's farm, and admits she was relieved when he when she miscarried his child. She further confesses her feelings of alienation and insecurity and uh, joy, sorry, uh, feelings of alienation and insecurity, her joy in acts of harm, and taking the lives of her parents and the projectionist. Pearl then manipulates a stunned Missy and Mitzi into confessing that she won the audition over Pearl. Jealous that Mitzi won the audition, Pearl chases her down the driveway and kills her with an axe. Uh, Pearl dismembers Mitzi's body and feeds her corpse to Theta before going into the basement and lying with a deceased Ruth, uh, concluding that her mother was correct and that Pearl should make the best of what she has. Uh, she decides to remediate her wrongdoings by creating a comfortable home for Howard when he returns from the war. The next morning, Howard arrives unexpectedly in the kitchen. He's horrified to find the bodies of Pearl's parents seated at the dining table around the rotting pig. Pearl greets him with a protracted, painted smile. And that is Pearl. The, the alligator's name was Theta? Mm-hmm. That whole time, honestly, I thought she was saying Peter. She's like, Peter. Peter. No, she gave her a German name. 
Vita. I think it's very. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, that was Pearl. Um, much more violent, and that made it sound. Uh, yeah. That made it sound like a pretty straightforward movie, and it, it was much more perturbed and uh, just downright violent um, than, <laughs> that, than that little description made it out to be. Um, so, we always do this. What were your thoughts coming into this movie? Like, what were your expectations? Um, my thoughts coming into the movie... So since we saw X together, and I knew, um, I knew this was the, I guess technically sequel to X. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought at first it was gonna be uh, like seeing like the the poster. I don't know what I really thought. I thought it was gonna be about like Maxine originally, just because mm-hmm. I hadn't really like watched the trailer or anything, so I didn't really know. I thought it was gonna be about Maxine, but and I thought it was just gonna be about her like surviving which now I know it's gonna be, that's another one but um I expected uh I thought the story before I watched anything I thought it was gonna be about like uh why they ended up coming to the farm in the first place like what led up to it and stuff right. like that but it had nothing to do with that <laughs> like at all yeah so um that was my initial thoughts and then um once I watched the trailer I, I watched the trailer right before I watched the trailer at work before I came home and watched the movie, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I, like, understood what the fuck it was actually about. Yeah. Or what it was going to be about. So, yeah. I, um, I, I think I was kind of the same way. I saw the trailer, like, for Pearl shortly after X, and I was kind of wondering what it was about. <laughs> and it wasn't until, like, recently when I was, like, um, because we talked about wanting to watch Pearl a lot. We had talked about it a lot. We talked about seeing it in theaters. We talked about seeing it after it came out of theaters. And now we are watching it for a podcast. I want to say a funny moment where you were like, when you, you text me and like, like we talked about the podcast and you were like, we should watch Pearl <laughs> for our movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, we should. Like, we had always talked about it and like, Watching it for the podcast was never know we really talked about it. And you were like, oh shit, like that should be. Right. I, I made a lot of sense. So I thought it was funny. But yeah, once I made the realization that Mia Goth played the old woman in the original movie X and then now in the origin story of Pearl, she also wrote the movie. Kudos to her. That's, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Did um, you know her prior? Yeah, I knew her from a movie called High Life with Claire Denis. And then I knew her from another movie that I am not blanking on right now, honestly. But she's a really good actress. She's uh, she's British, so oh, really? yeah. Kudos to her on her acting. She did a really good, she did. like early nineteen hundreds southern accent. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, Pearl is a crazy movie. Uh, let's say the least. Let's, let's get into our thoughts because this stuff is just um, it's just not stuff that you see every day um, and, and for good reason though and for good reason it's a great um, I'll just I guess I'll start I thought the opening scene was really pretty I thought like it, the opening scene was the most stylized scene of the movie mm-hmm. it's just like I guess it gets more and more dry as the movie, you know. The opening scene caught, caught my attention immediately just for how it opened up. Like, I loved, like, the dancing from her. Yeah. I, mean, I just like that a lot. The whole cinematography, though, is, like, the, from the beginning, it was, like, super stylized and dreamy. But by the end, it's, like, cold and, like, like there's no color. Like, the colors are not really popping, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? She just sees, like... She's just, I don't know. I'm, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is like the, uh, like 
that's like how her thoughts have gone. She's yeah, like yeah, kind of like sinking into reality. More like sour. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like she's kind of just like sinking into reality. Yeah. And it's like really cool to see that over the course of camera being able to tell that story. Yeah, um, I agree. But that opening scene was really, really pretty. With her was. dancing and stuff. Do you have one? Um, yeah, I really appreciated the opening scene too. I um, and then like I like how uh, it reminded me of like uh, like we were talking about it before, but it reminded me of like before the dancing part when it was like starting and like the music in the back and then the flashing of the year. It reminded me of like like you know the old is it like movies I guess I could say like the old movies. Yeah. And then um, and then I like how like it had that like part of like in every movie where like someone's in a fantasy, and then like it's like the record scratch of like. Someone opens the door on them, or like, it's like, and then she's like, "Oh, because like, her mom opens the door right. while she's dancing." It's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you do not do that. Dance yeah. It's like, damn, mom. What the hell? I really enjoyed the, the like shirt mom. She was, yeah, really, she was good. really good too. She did a really good job of her, uh, her what's it called, her role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who that was. Yes, her name was Tandy Wright. She's a, a TV actress from New Zealand. She did a very good job. That was good. Um, what is another? <laughs> so my second note is, yo, what the fuck did that goose do? With like, <laughs> with like three question marks. She, uh, I like the parallel to like the original, um, the original stab when she stabs mm-hmm. what's his face through the head with the pitchfork yeah. um an ex the like older guy I think it is it's either the older guy or the cameraman it was uh it was the older guy yeah but anyway he got pitchforked in the face um and that goose got pitchforked in the same way it was the same sound effect too it was really cool yeah before she uh I have before, before she started uh before she stabbed the goose mm-hmm. I put a note because like she had like one of the whole like dancing display, and, like she remember she would always say like her animals were her audience. Right. I, I just put I too would perform for my farm animals. <laughs> you know, just like because there's a part where she just like runs up on the haystack and she's like, like the like you know, best thing ever. I'm and gonna then, be um, a star. She yeah she stabs the fucking goose like just like Affleck. Like what did the no. goose do? Like, he just, and I love how, do you remember how the goose came in? Like, he slides into the, like, right at the door, and he just walks in. I was at my parents' house when we were, when I was watching this, and I was, my mom, like, hates violent stuff. And, uh, and she watches true crime, but she hates, like, movies that show, like, like blatant violence. Yeah. So, uh, it was really funny when she came in, she noticed... I was like, oh no, oh no, she's he, she's not gonna do that, is she? Like I was saying that out loud, <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, oh, okay, I'm going in, and she like didn't watch and like tried to run inside. So it was funny. really funny. Um, is she like probably never came back out? Uh, no, she came out one time. Actually, well, she came out right as the movie ended, and she saw the still of her like smiling, and oh, she's okay. like, that's one creepy bitch, is what she said. I can hear it. Yeah. Mom's, mom's near 50, so please take that into account. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, she was chugging morphine in the movie. She yeah. went to go pick up her dad's morphine. She was like, glug, glug, glug. Smoke a joint or something. <laughs> like, why are... I had a funny comment or a funny note where um, when she went in the theater to like watch the movie or whatever. Like, everybody's in masks because of the thing. I was like, COVID question mark? Yeah, I was trying to figure out why I said the mask parallel was interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that was was really I was like, oh, it's COVID, but I thought that was funny. I liked how they played that into... Yeah, I thought that was good. And then there was a point where, like, the... Probably uh, made shooting really easy. (laughs) Shooting that scene was probably super easy. Oh, yeah, right. Because they still have, like, COVID protocols. The, like, um, the pit, what is it, what is, what's the guy's title? The dude, uh, the dude who was running the actual films. What was it called? Like, what was his title? Um, 
projectionist. Projectionist. The projectionist at one point said the word. I'm gonna say epidemic or pandemic. This is pandemic. This is pandemic. He's like, hey, when this pandemic is all over, like, I'm going to Europe. Like, That's when I talking about going to Europe. I'm like, and I put like, didn't we all want to dance at some point? <laughs> he said, like, I want to dance. I'm like, yeah, I wanted to dance too. And I was like, oh, like five, you know. I want to be like Michael Jackson. Well, not, not exactly. Like <laughs> not exactly like him, but... But, you know, close enough. Like, the dancing part and the listening part. But, uh... The dancing part. Not a lot of the other stuff. Um, Maybe not so much the other stuff. <laughs> I liked... I, this kind of goes in with what I said about the cinematography, but I like the, how the film style changes with her mental health. And, like, it changes pretty drastically at some points. Um, I feel like the speed of the movie, like, the speed of all the scenes, like, changes with how with the stuff that happens to her. Something will happen to her, and then a super fast, you know, really upbeat scene will come that's, like, very intense. Score is, like, really intense. I didn't even realize that. Like, what do you mean? Like, I probably, um, like, wasn't paying, paying attention. Well, before. like, in the scene where she uh, realizes she's getting... Basically, she's getting, you know, one night standed by the projectionist, uh-huh. and she like it's like all of a sudden it just turns, and then like the score builds and builds and builds. Mm. And, I mean, maybe I'm just explaining how movies work, but mm. I don't know. I felt like they did, a, like they balanced it super, super well. Mm. Um, and a lot of movies can't do that. A lot of movies don't allow the movie to sit in subtlety when it needs to, and then like it. Ramp speed up it up and ramp it up like sometimes there's movies for me they're pretty dull when it's just like action 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 I mean I watch the Marvel movies but still <laughs> yeah I can only watch them you know all so much mm-hmm. you know yeah. but but make sure that's a switch note yeah do you have any other notes uh yeah um so after that like oh didn't we all want to dance at some point uh she talks to the projectionist or whatever and then he's right. on the way outside he brings her back like the film he cuts all the piece up before mm-hmm. and it's the you know the piece where the girls are not dancing but they're all standing there or whatever and um she's on the way home and uh she's riding her bike she's all happy and the film piece comes out her pocket yeah and it goes into the cornfield or corn maze or whatever and I wrote now what in the fuck made her think she would find that reel in a fucking corn maze that's literally all the way I was like what cause the shit flies out and she's like <gasps> And it just, like, goes in there, and it's like, you're not fucking finding that shit. Like, in an early 2000s scary movie, she is getting murdered by a serial killer. She is getting killed. But she's the crazy one. Yeah, <laughs> she was she's fine. the killer. She's the fucking killer. But I'm just like, what the fuck made her think she was finding that? I, um... I think that that one has an opener on it, that thing right there. On the the right, thank you. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, I also had the score was really good. Um, the score was really good. Yeah. Um, yes. I think it's the other way around. No, I like the. Oh, stupid <laughs> It's like the thing. Oh, I think uh, it's broke. I think it's supposed to go like this, but I don't. Uh, oh no, actually, I look stupid too. Ah, uh, we got it! <laughs> hey, we were both like, "What?" Thanks. We did it. Uh, That's cool because I have a. The score was really good though, yeah. because like the like how you were mentioning like you know no one to ramp up. Look at that. Oh no. Okay. Uh, like no one to ramp up and shit. Don't sue, please. No. <laughs> What's this? Uh, finding new films. Fuck. But, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no one to ramp up and just like, have to put that into the book. A grand hand you a piece of paper. Hand you a piece of paper. Yeah, like a book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't realize. I, didn't that was I got you. But you know, um, yeah, but the yeah, score was really good. I agree. Really and like just the like the different, like the energy of it all was really good. It was really well done. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was crazy when it needed to be crazy. I thought it was really, really subtle when it needed to be subtle. In that moment where Pearl has like her eight-minute monologue uh, to Mitzi, like it's completely silent. That shit was great. Yeah, she was. That shit was great. 
I just thought the the music was well placed, well done, and just really good. I Maybe a, that's also a hat off to the editing team. For sure, yeah. I had a note talking about when she uh, when she did go into the corn maze, and she's uh, she gets to a point where she's fucking the scarecrow, and uh, she like throws him on the ground, and like the part where she like is dancing with them, I literally wrote the creep factor on this part is a is a thousand right now. And then, um, obviously, as, like, the scene progresses, she starts kissing it. And, like, I'm just doing my notes as I'm, like, watching. I say, like, ew, she's kissing it. And I'm like, now she's fucking it. <laughs> I got, okay, now she's dropping Riz on the scarecrow. <laughs> and then I yeah, have, so she's tonguing the scarecrow. <laughs> slash the projectionist. Oh, my God. And then I said, cowgirl on the scarecrow to climax? Question mark. <laughs> and then I wrote, what the fuck? I love the part where she, like, is, like, fucking the scarecrow, and she goes to pick up his head, and it's a rejectionist, and, like, she hits it off, and she's like, I'm married! <laughs> it's like, uh, are you? Yeah. And you she did that. gave it to that scarecrow. She fucking didn't even ask. I love her screams get can. louder, and then, like, it, like, pans out to, like, just the corn maze, and you just hear her screaming. It's just, like, I love the how they had her the riding like, up to her house on her bike. Yeah, I love how they had the damn... That must have been crazy. What? Like, post-orgasm, having to ride your bike down a gravel road. You just gotta pull up on your mom, like, hey. Shit. <laughs> Nothing happened. Um. Yeah. Choking her dad was a little wild. And that scene where she was just like. Yeah. Just put it on him. It was so weird, because, like. I'm not like I'm not like being like oh that was okay because it wasn't. Before she starts choking him and she's like touching him and like feeling him and like she's like are you still in there? Like I understood where she was coming from in the sense of like damn like that's a vegetable and she's just like looking at him and she's like are you still in there? Yeah. But then the choking part I was just like eh. <laughs> well, that's a little uh, I'm not sure why that happened. But um. Yeah, I, I feel like there was a lot of the times before everything started happening. I felt really bad for her, but just because, like, you know, she would always say, to, like, when she was talking to the projectionist, even, where she's like, man, like, like, is all, like, I, my life is, is taking care of my dad and being on the farm with my mom, like, that's a sucky-ass life, you know? Like, yeah, and he's like, well, you can leave anytime. You can leave if you want to, like, bitch. No, I can't. Not really. What are you talking about? I also have a note there, I said, uh, this is when she first went back to the projectionist. I said, uh, shout out OG Dirty Movies. <laughs> for him making her watch, like look at the thing and like see like the dirty movie she's yeah like, I definitely did not know they had snuff film in me either I was like what the fuck I was really surprised by it but yeah, I was like, maybe that's not historically movie. accurate maybe but I thought that was pretty fun yeah it was like pretty bad though what it wasn't good content <laughs> there's no story just two out of ten. <laughs> two out of ten on that. Uh, I had a note that it was interesting to me that Pearl didn't like speaking German. She like always uh-huh. heard her mother speak German, but she never spoke German back to her mom. Right, she always responded in English. I noticed yeah. that too. I did notice that. I thought it was a really good way of showing resentment, you know, through not speaking, like, not through anything it was a spoken, fuck you, yeah. but it was a fuck you to be like, I'm not, I, I don't care it. that I'm German. Um, you know, rejecting your culture and stuff. Uh, but um, then she had that scene where she said, well, "If only they just die." Yeah. And you're like, so the projectionist. Yeah, and he was like, "Huh?" huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I has act like she I, didn't say that." I wrote her internal thoughts took over. Literally, bro. I um. <laughs> I uh. When she, the the scene where she was um arguing with her mom before that shit went down, and they're like going back and forth, like uh like she takes her dinner or whatever. She's like, you can't eat, and she tries to get up, and her mom's like, no, I'll come back, and I'm going anywhere. And then she like finds the paper or whatever, and like she leaves. I like that whole scene. Like I really appreciate the whole scene, just like the back and forth with all like her mom, the anger in her mom's voice, and just like just her being pissed off in general, is totally understandable. Like, I, in that scene, I understood both of them. 
Like, I understand what her mom was like. Like, you said it when we were talking about it. Like, it was just like, I'm trying to make sure we live. You know what I mean? Like, from a mom's perspective. It's like, I just want to make sure we're good. Yeah, Yeah. like, and you're like, granted, she should be. She's like, you're worried about, like, getting off the farm and living your own life. It's like, I'm trying to make sure you're okay and, like, you don't die and, like, all this other stuff. being selfish. Yeah. It's like, I get where she was coming from. But also, it's like, I get where Pearl was coming from. It's like, mom. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what's interesting about this movie. You can empathize with both of them, but then Pearl just makes just, is, just has bad mental health, and then you know she's got mental illness, and then it just kind of goes south for her because she doesn't get what she wants. Yeah, um, it's kind of fucked. I have a note where I asked that uh, it's a tragedy. I was in the people that made Hereditary. Yeah, were involved in this, and I literally like. I yeah. think so, probably. Yeah, they were. I don't know what they. I remember seeing it when I watched the trailer. Okay. So I'm not sure what they did, but I remember seeing Hereditary from the. If said from the creators of Hereditary, but yeah, I, I like didn't even realize. Remember that when I wrote this note, I said, "Is this Hereditary?" Because when her mom fell into the fire and she engulfed oh, in the yeah. flames, I was like, "Oh shit!" That's like when the old girl's fucking husband just fucking spontaneously, spontaneously combusted. But um, that was a fucked up part. I think that was. I think they were talking about H twenty four. They both like got released by H twenty four. Oh, okay, okay. But I mean, basically, I mean, yeah. it's the same producer. I'm about to say it literally looked like the same scene. To yeah, me, honestly, I like mean, they were, it was the, the same, same producers. So, yeah, I mean, it's not. And I was like, hard. oh shit! And like she fucking, <laughs> she fucking threw the pot of corn at her. <laughs> and, like Jesus, bro! And like by that time, she was burnt to fucking shit, man. Yeah. I was like, holy hell. That was rough. Uh, yeah, her just like knocking her down. The her crisp like corpse just showing up. Like yeah, throughout the rest of the movie, like ugh, that was horrible. But her That's just throwing her down the stairs. Yeah, it was like when Charlie's head kept popping up in Hereditary. Oh, I remember that. And like her maggot infested mm-hmm. head. Oh my god! Up on the screen. Speaking of maggots, I really like that the fucking pig. Yeah. When uh, Mitzi and her mom brought the pig, and her mom or. Not her mom, but fucking Pearl's mom took it, but left it on the porch because she didn't want to take well, it. She didn't really take it. I mean, just, I guess she didn't, didn't give a fuck. She just let, yeah, she like, I don't know if Pearl's mom took it or if Missy's mom just left it on the porch because she wouldn't take it. Yeah, and I remember did. when they were going back to back, she wouldn't take it from her. So I think she might have just sat on the porch. She's like, well, she left it there. Just, yeah, she yeah. just left it there. And I love like through the whole rest of the movie, like you just like see it. Yeah. And then it's, it's periodically just getting worse, and then maggots and shit like that. And of course, the end, she puts it on the fucking table. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it accentuated the scene where uh, the projectionist, like, really was like, oh fuck, this girl's weird. Yeah, fuck. he sees it, he's like, hmm. and then it's like the fir- one of the first tip off while seeing her dead parents. And then the, the pig is like the super tip off, where it's like, what is going on? Remember Mitzi saw it? She's like, is that her pig? Yeah. And yeah, like, and it was like it was like a it was a reference point for mm-hmm. how it was a reference point for where Mia where uh, Pearl was throughout the movie too as as far as her mental health still deteriorating. So that was a cool metaphor, I guess. I really felt bad for I felt bad for her dad before she left to the show. She killed her dad. Yeah, that was pretty rough. What did she? Do you remember what she said to him before she did it? Like, I'm sorry. Or, I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know exactly. She said something. But she like fucking suffocates him. I'm like, jeez, man. Like he ain't do nothing. Yeah. Was... I mean, neither her mom didn't either. But like, I can get you wanting to do that. But like, your dad didn't do nothing. I may have had it written down. I did not. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. That was that was really rough. Just like a pity of her being crazy is just like, she brings this guy. Back to her house, where she just killed her mom. Her dad watches her do it. She put posts her dad up in the living room, and then she introduces the man to her dad, who just saw her kill his wife. And she's like, "Hey, this is whatever." And it's just like, and then she tries to go and have sex with the guy. With her, like, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Like that whole, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, what the hell? And yeah. he's like, hey, we should probably go check on that. She's like, nah, this is all good. Poor guy, man. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, my God. It was so weird. Yeah, she was. She really pulls creepy off well mm-hmm. um, in both movies. What ended up being the sound? Was it her mom? I think it was her mom, like, 
But yeah, because she was like, oh, that's my dog. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said he had a dog. Oh, that scene right there was also like that was what tipped him off right there because he was already like creeped out. He's like, yeah, and I need that right go. there. He was like, yeah, I gotta go, dude. I really like the scene where like that happens, and he's like, yeah, I'm leaving or like, I'm about to go, and like he was really like cool about it. He's like, yeah, I need to get, I need to be getting back. And she's like, I think something wrong. Yeah, and fucking hot, bro. She did that so well. Like, where her eyes, like, light up. And she's like, can I do something? And she's like, no, Herbie. Like, whatever, whatever. And she's like, no. Like, I can I I read go, people well. I gotta go show the matinee. And, yeah. Dude, she's like, no, I read people well. Like, what did I do wrong? You're not taking me to Europe, are you? And she just, like, turns up here. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, oh fuck. Like, I would have got scared, too. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? She That's, did that really well. Yeah, that was that was really well acted by her. She, I mean, she and she just starts exploding, like yeah. she starts like tearing up and like uh, the turn. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be fucking out. It's really the turn too. Yeah, being like going from being like oh starry eyed to being like you you what? loses it. Bro. I'm gonna, you're gonna yeah. You're not gonna, like, what the fuck? I'm married. <laughs> um, that. That uh, visual that she has of her You're husband, me, bro. of her husband coming home, and then he just explodes into a million. Oh my pieces. god! Yeah, I remember. Remember, remember when her and bad. Howard, not Howard, sorry. What was the projection of dude's name? Give me a sec. Did he say it? Uh, All I remember him saying is, "I'm the projectionist." <laughs> I'm the projectionist. <laughs> I, yeah. What were you gonna say though? Um, I was gonna say I was because you mentioned uh, the scene where she imagines him exploding when he's coming home. Mm-hmm. I remember when her and the projections are on the way back to her house and they see her husband walking inside the road. Yeah, and he's like, "That's somebody you know," and she was like, "I don't know." I thought yeah. that was kind of crazy. I don't know if that was they, the husband though. I think I just maybe on the soldier. Okay, I, I know, thought I that guess. was like a some type of like weird scene of some sort I guess like I thought like they were both meant to see him but it like wasn't a real person I don't know no she, okay, I think they just saw a soldier on the road okay. and, then and she was like just, she was like I don't know I don't know I could be wrong I could be wrong too I mean they both saw him yeah no he doesn't have a name he's just the projection <laughs> are you serious yeah. I mean that's very it's all about Pearl I mean I don't think he really needs a name I mean yeah yeah I also love the He's not like a really three dimensional character, anyways. That's fair, yeah. He, he, didn't, he didn't really hold like big significance. He was just another murder case. Yeah, he was just the first one to go. No, his dad, her dad was. Her mom was. That's right. Yeah. It was her mom, then it was her dad, then the projectionist. I wrote down the monologue she she uh, Pearl's mom gave before she caught on fire was incredible acting, and the line about failure was absolutely cold. It was. Oh um, my god. When you fail. The, no, it was uh, where she was saying like, "I know what failure is. Every time I look at you, I know what failure is." Mm-hmm. Like basically. And then like when she's talking about how like. She's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. She's talking about being mad about having to be there taking care of her dad. Yeah. And she's like, how do you think I feel? Like, it's my husband, like. Yeah. I'm, we're supposed to be falling yeah. in love with each other, and I have to babysit. I'm not, I don't want to be his mother. Yeah, that's what she says. Like, I don't want to be, be his mother. mother. Like, ah, oh, that fucking hurt. The realism that's behind, like, uh, her catching on fire, like, the way that it happened, mm-hmm. and then, like, how she acted about it. I really enjoyed that. Because um, we're in Hereditary, when the husband catches on fire, he's just like, ah, 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 Yeah. And then she just screams. She's, she's like, a blood-curling scream. Yeah, just, yeah, that was a really good scream. <laughs> Women are good at screaming. They are. I'll be honest. It's a really good scream. Oh, excuse me. Especially when they're in movies. Damn. And then I have wrote down, poor projectionist guy didn't deserve that. He really didn't. I think he's stupid for um, not seeing her come around that fucking corner, though. Because, like, bruh, if, if that just happened to me, if that situation just happened to me, I know it's a movie, but, like, 
I'm walking away and watching her. Like, my car is right there. I'm out of here. Like, I'm watching her, but I'm also like, okay, you're crazy. And then she was like, what did she say before she stabbed me? She's like, nothing is stopping me from leaving this farm or something like that. Yeah. And she fucking chucks him. I'm just like, holy shit. She's pretty that was crazy. crazy. She's pretty wild. She's wild, bro. She literally turned her parents' farm into a fucking murder scene. Yo, Pearl, you're wilding right now. Hey, Pearl, listen, baby, you wild. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. But, oh my god, Pearl's face during those odd. Like when she's waiting for the audition and she's like zoned in. She so was a savage. She's she was about like to... talking to Macy like it has to be me. She's a savage. It has to be. She's like she's about to get subbed in at Game Seven. Pearl's like, put me in, Coach. She's like, I'm ready. It's got to be me. It's got. It's got to be. She's then, determined, bro. And then Mitzi's. Like, Mitzi's like, I don't think you better say that out loud. Mitzi's like talking, uh, like some bullshit. And she's, she's just like. Dead pan, bro. Like, it's gotta be me. She's, that was hard. She was because honestly, the confidence Pearl had right there is the confidence I want in every situation. Not the killing prior, but the confidence in that situation. That's, that's who, what I want. That's who you want taking the shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's who you want. That's who I want on my team taking that shot. That's who. That's who you want you taking the shot. People that perform. If you ask me right now, between Stephen Curry. <laughs> No way. And Pearl. And Pearl. Pearl. (laughs) Who are you taking? I'm taking Pearl. (laughs) Why did I think for a second you're about to say Andre Iguodala? I swear I thought you were going to say it. I'm taking Pearl. Hey, I'm probably taking Pearl too, bro. The confidence was through the roof. And then, like, when, like, shot her shot. She still missed it. She missed it. it. Really fucking bad. Yeah, no. When Pearl was just like, I don't think, not Pearl, but Missy's like, I don't think I'm going to say that out loud. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I did, bitch. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I said it. This is my destiny. Then Macy was a punk. But even though she won, she's like, Pearl, get in front of me. Like, get in front of me. Yeah, fuck her for that. Fuck her for that. The slow-mo pre-audition, like when Pearl's walking in mm-hmm. and like everything is like slowing down for her because she's so nervous. Uh, that was really good. It was really good. I really like the performance, too. I said, <laughs> look at my rope. Encore. Encore. This is really good. She when she said when she said at the ending when they told her no and she was crying, she was like, but that's the best dancing I've ever done. She was fucking right. She killed that shit. Like, they could have shown if anything, they could have showed us Mitzi perform Mitzi's performance if they were gonna do that to Pearl. I'm just saying. Wednesday Adams who? who? Step away, Jenna Ortega. That's why you're that's why you were in X and you weren't in Pearl. Talk about it. That's why you died in X. Come no on, hate, bro. actually. I, <laughs> no, okay. no hate. Have I, you seen Wednesday? I, no, I haven't either. I've seen the dance to too much. Stop. <laughs> Just I stop saw it. Pearl dance, and that shit was tough. For real. Like, Watch she Pearl should. dance. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yes. She definitely killed that. Uh, they didn't want her because she wasn't, what? She didn't have the X factor. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm attached. Sorry. But come on now. <laughs> that was the name of the last like, of the of the of the original. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all noticed, but when she was coming on the stage, there was a fucking X on the floor. X marks the spot. She had to stand there to perform. Are you serious? That's continuity. Come on that's, now. That's, that's, that was Easter there. Egg. That's, that was there. That's, that's, you, that gotta, was you gotta be looking out for that. Then, then what'd you say? The dude said it. He said he. She didn't have what. What she didn't have? X factor. Come on, I'll go. X. Like go ahead. They let her X. Go okay. Anyway. Anyway. I'm just saying. Uh, when she was crying, yelling at the uh, the person. Dude. Um, at the panel of judges after not getting it, she was, it was so scary. That was really scary. It was scary and I felt really bad. I literally, for that, the only note I have is Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Like, because the yelling and then just like, like, oh, I felt so bad, but I was also like, make sure crazy. You know, it's like damn. It's like, cause like the lat, like before she started yelling, and she ended the performance, and she was like this. She was like she was uh doing the arcade, the RKO, the Randy, <laughs> Randy Orton thing. Man. She was like this, and then the guy was like, "Thank I you, but it. it's a no." And then she's still like this, and she's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like you said. What? <laughs> you said what? 
Oh, I have to kill you. That's <laughs> that's the best dance I've ever done. Yeah, we had a freaking out. It was great. Right after that, we go into that big monologue from Pearl. Uh, which is basically Mitzi asks her, like, oh, you know, just pretend I'm Howard Jeez, and you're writing Christ. a letter to me. And she awesome. just lays it out about how she basically wants to to kill her half-brother, or Mitzi's half-brother, who is Howard, her Pearl's husband. Yeah, that was husband. probably the best scene in the movie. Though. It was very, very well done, well written, uh, and a lot of stuff that Pearl said was justified in that. It was. Uh, you can feel empathy for her situation. You can. And, um... That was really good. It was really sad. It, it was, really made this movie out to be more of a tragedy than it really did make it out to be, like... Like the movie Split, where it's just like, oh, he crazy. That's why <laughs> he does this. And it's like, she's... Right. She's, like... I do she's love... Cra- she's, uh, technically, I guess she's crazy, but, like... She's aware of it. She's, like, accountable for it. She feels remorse. Mm-hmm. She regretted killing her dad. That's what I was going to say. I love through the whole thing that she acknowledged that, like, yeah. She I'm had, like, up. some accountability. And she was, like, aware that she was a bad person. In the way that most serial killers are. And I thought that was a nice touch to bring it back to realism. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, even I even think you know X in the way that I said that Pearl has that like deteriorating stylization throughout the movie, where it kind of becomes like more and more real looking yeah. throughout the movie. X did the same thing, where it started out where it was like super, like tropey, yeah. and then it kind of just like like the realism part of it just takes over. Oh my god, bro! This is so, but the parts of the X were just like, like when the dude was uh. Like when, like the, the the main guy and like I don't know her name in the movie Maxine I guess and like the, oh no the black dude Kid Cudi whoever yeah. he was and like the the white woman I don't know her the name the blonde girl yeah his yeah. like girlfriend I guess when they were like flirting like and she's like ooh like that was the tropiness of it for me I'm like this fucking like it was good but it was yeah. just like Ugh, I hate this yeah but I, but I enjoyed it was like the epitome movie. of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre beginnings yeah like you remember the beginning of that movie was so tropey. But it got really good, so it got it got over on me, like it, mm. it it won me over. Um, I have a note where I said when you're getting murder off your chest. <laughs> oh my god, she dropped that uh, that line on Mitzi. Oh, sorry, I want to talk about this really badly. Uh, Mitzi's face after Pearl finally stops. Yeah, <laughs> trying to navigate how she's gonna get out of this situation because Pearl has basically now admitted that she's Whoa. murdered people to her honestly. her twice she's murdered three, three people, people now three people yeah so I like she, she's like I like disturbing small animals dude just spilling bro just everything she was when, she let everything out she really envisioned that Howard was just right like, in front of her <laughs> yeah, she goes. Well, <laughs> I thought that shit was so funny. She, well, that was such a. She was like, I think she was like something behind the leash. She's like, Mama's gonna be worried about me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave. Like that's the least of her worries. Oh my god, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, poor Mitzi though. Poor fucking Mitzi. I hatcheted. Um. She also dropped that cold-ass line on Mitzi where she was saying that she was just making the best of what she had. What happened? Her mom told her that she was making the best of what she had. And then Pearl later on drops the same line on Mitzi. She's like, why are you doing this? And she goes, I'm just making the best of what I had. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then she pops her. Oh, my God. By the way, Mitzi was a fucking idiot. I wrote that in here. I said, Mitzi is a dumbass for not taking off those shoes and hauling ass. Bro, like, when I she was running away from you, like, somebody help me. Bro, why did you not take your shoes off and get the fuck out of there? Yeah. Like, she was slow walking you down with an axe. Run, you stupid. Like, and she fell down. And then she fell down. Well, she got hit, what, twice before she fell down, which is even crazier to me, but. And then she gets dismembered. And that's the only time. Dude, that was a really good scene, too. Like, it was the only time where um, 
Or no, it, sorry, I was going to say that's the only time when Pearl see, see, uh, speaks German, but it was Ruth singing in German, her mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but the, yeah, the contrast of that was really cool. I like that. I like those scenes where, like, when she was just murmuring everybody yeah. and, like, the the singing and everything, and she's throwing the fucking pieces so crazy. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. This it girl is insane. It was wild. Um, decompose, we already talked about the decomposing pig and decomposing parents. Um, oh, at the dinner table? <laughs> that forced smile is, like, etched Bro. in my brain. She's she held that shit forever. You know what I wrote about that? I wrote, um... The tears said, weren't really on I said, LOL, the end where she's just holding a smile and starts to cry. I was like, you can hear the director's literally saying, hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Oh, like, just telling her to hold it. That was, a long, that was long. Like, if her just doing that, that was a long time. Yeah, she was... She like, that's commitment right yeah, there. Yeah, she committed the hell out of that. That was um, really good. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed good. that. Um, or Mitzi. Yeah, and then I just... Mitzi got dumped on. Yeah, she really did. For no reason. My last line, my very, very last note was the score was near perfect. The score got two notes in this one. That's how you know it was really good. Because yeah. it was. It really, really was near, like, perfect. It was. That's it for my notes. Do you have any more notes? Um, the last two I have are... <laughs> when Howard came home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put, uh... Imagine coming home from fucking war into that shit. Poor Howard, bro. Imagine coming home from war. You literally you just... You literally just, like, went through war. And mind you, the, the second film is 1979, so this is now 60 years later. Howard is still alive. He's still Pearl's husband in X. Bro. So he's just been indoctrinated. I didn't even know that until you told me. Yeah. And, like, I had to realize it. And I'm like, damn. Because when he came home and he, like, saw everything, he was just like, what the fuck? And he's just like, fucking oh. been indoctrinated for his literal entire life. Hey, they were I'm 80 so years old in the movie. Damn, were they? They were pretty Because he was, because they, she, he had just enrolled in the service. I would guess he was like 18 or 19 or something. I'm pretty sure she says it's So your current wife has just killed people. Literally just went through war, woman. Why the fuck is this what I'm coming home to? I thought that was insane. And then the last one I had was, I feel so sorry for her dad. Because he didn't fucking deserve that shit. He did He was just a vegetable because that happened to get the case. Did they ever even say like what happened? Um, no, I don't just think so. To be that yeah, I don't think it really needed any more depth. I mean, I think it That's was really, fair. I feel like everything really was just like to show like the weight that she felt on her. Know, yeah, like the stress and the pressure that she felt from such a young age. So, you know, just be like a trooper about it. And she, you know, when you have unchecked mental illness, it's, it doesn't really mesh well with increased constant stress um, <laughs> and, and someone Jeez. releasing all of their uh, all of their stress onto you like yeah. her mom does. You know it was a really good scene that we walked past which like it was very like small but the scene where she uh, was her dad yeah, to up, to the, up to the dock or whatever. And she's about to do it, but then her mom comes out. Like, what are you doing? Her mom mentions that in the monologue that she delivers before the thing. Oh, she's like, like, should I yeah, I'm them? afraid of you. Yeah. I'm afraid I of you. That. Like, I think you're going to kill people one day. I really think you're going to kill people. And she stuff. kills her, like, 15 minutes later. <laughs> well, I know. I'm, she dies a few days later. I also love how, like, even though... Question, is her dad technically a vegetable is if you could see his emotion? You know what I mean? Like, you could see that he was scared. Uh, yeah, like, he, like, yeah, no. Like, you, you knew he, he, he knew just couldn't speak. He yeah. was just, like, uh, he's not necessarily a vegetable. It, it's, they had, that, the word they used in the like that man description. was sweating. Uh, infirm is a good way of mm. putting it. He's just paralyzed from the neck down, basically. Mm-hmm. That was fucked. Um, I felt so bad for him. Like, he didn't deserve yeah, I don't think he did. And she said that at the end. Like she said she regretted doing what she did, but like, Daddy didn't she's like, Daddy that. didn't deserve that. Because he fucking didn't. No, he really didn't. Like, what did you do that for? Fucking asshole. Like, no one really deserved any of it, but it's like, no. damn, bro, your dad didn't do shit. Like, yeah, we were talking just... to our roommate Nolan about it, and he literally was like, I can't watch slashers because just, they just make me sad. That is what he said. <laughs> like, people just die, and I feel, I feel bad, but yeah, grow the fuck up, dude. Grow the fuck up. It's a movie. I hope you watch this movie. Um, 
Science. But we're gonna get into themes <laughs> now. <laughs> um, I've got like like twelve. Um, so I'll just I'll sprint through them. We don't really need to. Oh, sprint. Tyrese Maxey's having a tough fucking race for this game. Fuck the seventy uh, sixers. Anyway, um, the fans. <laughs> I was gonna say, say the fans. I was gonna say the Phillies, oh. the baseball team. Uh, so I have woman versus self. I have uh, inability to express oneself, vulnerability, uh, tradition versus change, repression, depression, youth versus age, loss of innocence, violence, blind rage. Sacrifice, loneliness, and war at home. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of, I think, covers it. Uh, is there anything you wanted to spend time on on that? Um, I guess, uh, not really spend time, but I'll emphasize on the, uh, on the sacrifice point. Just because, obviously, this is not what made her go crazy, because she would have been that anyway. But definitely making a point of, like, her, again, like, speaking earlier of, like, getting where she was coming from, of having to, like, oh, I gotta be on this farm and take care of my not-here dad, and, like, my mom kind of sucks, but, like, I don't understand where she was coming from, but, like, my mom kind of sucks, gotta take care of my dad. It's like, this is my life? Like, yeah. This is like I have to do this, like you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like that fucking sucks. You know what I mean? And like granted she was fucking insane after the fact, but like that would make anybody go fucking crazy. Like, yeah, it's, like it's ass. Like she all she wanted like the whole premise of the movie was like she wanted to get the fuck off that farm. Yeah. Like literally that was it. She just wanted to get the fuck off that farm and she couldn't. Yeah. So I then it's be, just like Everything yeah. around that just happened because she wanted to get the fuck off that farm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be so, like, I really understood that. I agree. But everything else I do not agree with. <laughs> <laughs> everything else that happened because of her wanting to get off that farm, crazy. Yeah, questionable, to say the least. <laughs> very questionable. <laughs> to say the very least. But damn, she wanted to get off that farm. Even sacrifice from her mom. And, I mean, you can even say, like, Mitzi had some sacrifice because she couldn't tell her mom about the dance, that you know, thing. But, uh, yeah. but I'm sure when she got home and she told her mom, she was like, oh, if she would, were able to go home. But, um, Dude, I'm not going to lie. I thought, which I don't know why I didn't think this, but I thought at the end when Mitzi was, like, leaving, I thought she was going to let her go. I really did. Like, for a second I did. And then when she told her she had one, like that like sent her over she was just like yeah nah I've seen the poster and I saw the axe and when I saw the the axe in the uh at the like near beginning of the movie I was like somebody has to die with that axe and the projectionist didn't his dad her dad didn't and her mom didn't I was like somebody gotta die with that axe Mm. and and as soon as like the framing had the house on like the right side I was like ah she's about to get murdered the scene when when Mitzi does walk out and she's like walking in there, and then Pearl comes outside, and like she's like watching her walk behind her. That was a really good scene, just because it was like so quiet, and then the door just opens. She grabs the axe and just yeah. starts walking towards her. And it's like, yeah. oh shit! Like, that's, that's, there's no music, dramatic music or anything. It's just like, yeah, this is happening. Exactly. Man. I, I love the use of the score. It's like it accentuates the moments that it needs to accentuate, and when it doesn't need to be there, it just lets it's not the, there. Yeah. The 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 part of that that is so vile is how human it is. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, right? Seriously. Die, like, death like, that is, shit was death, real. Like, death is superhuman. It doesn't mean like a dun, 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 mm-hmm. or dun. It literally, that didn't mean you know? any of it. And then like, her hitting her one time, it's like, that was realistic of her like, still being yeah, like, up oh, and running. Cause like, I want to live, like, I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah, and her again, she's like, oh shit. It would have taken like, a few hits. Right, yeah. I really like that. That yeah. was really good. That was really well done. I, I thought so as well. But damn, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, it really was. But we're near the end. Uh, all we got to do now is give it a rating. So we're going to pull up the list real quick. Over here. And here. And full screen. So we got the list up. Um, cool. Yeah. 
Do you have who you watch it with, or you have it? Um, I don't. I have it in my phone. Who we watch these with? Mm. Uh, I I don't even know if you guys can see that on the camera. If I'm being honest, but uh, what would be your rating for this movie? It's out of ten, right? Yes. You know, I do like I have a point seven five for Apocalypse now. So if you want to do like two and three quarters, two and one quarter, or I guess not two, but like five and one quarter or something. I'll give it a nine. Giving it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it a good eight. I think it's a nice stylized movie, like a good genre movie, and that ties it fourth um, with Gone Girl and Clerks. So. Pretty high up there. Yeah. Uh, out of nine at this point. Mm-hmm. It's more than halfway up the list. Can we can we do Maxine if we watch it together? Um, I, mean, I guess we could, right? I mean, we could. We just don't know. We just can't talk about it. Or, I mean, we can just, you know, be professionals. Yeah. <laughs> and just get it done, you know? What do you mean? Like, watch it separately or watch it together? No, like, we could watch it together, I think. I don't think it would be, like, a big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if anybody in the like watching this even knows. We never watched these movies together. Like I've never once watched these together. Yeah, so none of them. So I mean, every every one we've done, we did not watch the movie together. Yeah. Usually Hunter always watches before me, and I watch it usually last second. This one I watch pretty early. I don't always watch it before the guest, so I don't want to give myself. Well, yeah, that's why I said before me. Yeah. You always watch it before me. Like I've never. I have watched to. It I have to. Pastor Daniel to watch movies. Yeah. But once I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm glad he made me watch that good. movie. Good. But yeah, Fine. man. Pearl, pretty, pretty, I mean, you know, way up there. Through five. Um, this, made, this made me appreciate Mia Goff, even though, Mia? Or yeah, Mia. Goff, yeah. No idea who she was before, that's why I said you know who she was prior. I did not. Now I do. Very good actor. On your actress. radar. Uh, she's very attractive. Love that too, so. She is very pretty. Very nice look at her. Um, she's pretty cool. Pretty great actress, actor, actor. Uh, and um, she just wanted to be a dancer. She really did just want to be a dancer. We're looking forward to Maxine. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's still in production. I think they're still filming it. So, you know, that'll probably be like next year if this is still going. Hopefully, it is because I like doing this. Yeah. But nevertheless, uh. This has been uh, Finding New Films. We found Pearl this week, and uh, next week, uh, which we're filming next week's in like two days, because we got a new schedule, and it's going to be a little weird at first for me, but once we get the hang of it, it'll be all right. Um, but this weekend, me and Trevor are going to be doing Psycho uh, by Alfred Hitchcock. Funny name. It's from 1960, and I wanted to say this will be the seventh decade that we've hit in ten episodes completely on accident. Just <laughs> like, because I don't pick the movies every week, and they don't either. And I've never told somebody what to pick, I just pick. And that's been that's really interesting that we've hit seven decades. We've literally hit 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and now with this one, it'll be 2022. This is the 2020s movie, and the next week will be the 1960s movie. We hit two decades in these past, or in this week and the next week. So, when someone else picks a movie, like like do you guys ever, or if so, if someone else were to pick a movie and come to you like, hey, this one, if you I, haven't seen it, are you like, no? Like, would you ever say no? Um, she said no to me once, but I was like, I think, you said yeah, no to me for uh, 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 that, that fucking Harry Styles movie. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. don't worry. That, I was like, joking, well, that was funny. I, yeah, no, I, I'm glad I you were. <laughs> I'm glad you were. I'm still kind I of, I might for myself just for shit. Uh, Spencer still wants to come on and watch La La Land, and I still am like, I thought you've seen it. <sighs> No, I haven't. I saw the opening scene and I was like, yeah, turned it off. Because <laughs> I'm not, I don't like musicals that much. But I'm willing to give it a chance again, mm-hmm. yeah, especially for the pod, because I think it'll be funny if I don't like it. But, um, yeah, we got to get Spencer on here. 
last week was his birthday, and this week some stuff came up. Oh, wow, Trevor was the only one that's been up here for his birthday, he was actually yeah. he was up here on his birthday. If he wanted, if cool. if Spencer was coming on his birthday, I would have given him his present on camera again. But yeah, that would have been cool. Maybe you can be on here for your. Birthday. I was literally about to say that. Birthday when is that. so? The next episode. So if this episode is going to come out on March third, and the next episode comes out March the tenth, and then I think David had basically claimed the episode after that. So, so I probably couldn't. That would be like right on your birthday. But we could, we could, you could do the next one after David. Okay. It would just be like a belated thing, or we would be filming, I guess, like on the Saturday, like okay. the right after your birthday. Mm-hmm. Like the next week. The, so like yeah, the it would come out Friday, March seventeenth, and mm-hmm. then I would be filming. On Saturday or Sunday, eighteenth okay. or nineteenth, right yeah. on your birthday. So, yeah, I guess I can give you your present. On, yeah, we can do that. You can be the one yeah. after David. So it'll be Trevor, then David, then Daniel. That's cool for me. I've already got it figured out through the next three weeks. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, cool uh, extended epilogue for the long time listeners. Get a little info into our lives. <laughs> <laughs> what we do on a daily basis. Yeah. But no, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, so far, the ones that we've done, um, this is probably the most enjoyable to me. And then after this one, probably Taxi Driver. Just, you know. But I also just saw this, and so maybe I'm speaking, like, biasly. But... You also love scary movies and slashers and I do. stuff like so, that. So that's the next so, so I'm, honestly, I'm glad that we ever were able to do this because it's a movie that you really like and a style that you really like. It's a style that I really respect because I feel like a lot of the most talented filmmakers make their like first headroads in horror because it's such a like a genre that you can take anywhere. It really is. Um, That's what I like about it. So, you know, really cool. Glad to have a horror movie on here. There'll be another horror movie on here next week, but it'll be from fucking like, 62 years prior. That's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a psychological thriller about a murderer, a uh, psychopath. Oh. Yeah. Is it like Psych- similar to Taxi Driver? Uh, so it's like a psychological thriller movie. No, it, it honestly would be more similar to this movie. Like uh, okay. this, Psycho is kind of one of the movies that started the genre of, of like slashers mm-hmm. in the eighties. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. But, uh, Thanks for me back, man. Really, no problem. Really You'll be back pretty soon. Thanks for doing this. Of course. Um, but yeah, we've been finding new films. We found Pearl. We're going to find Psycho next week. And I think we're going to find a French movie when we watch with David. So, oh, really? Yeah. But uh, thanks for showing up. Peace out. Have a good one. Stay real.